everybody. Thanks for listening to Scrum Under Siege. My name's Jack. That dude over there is Doug. Say hi. Hello. And this gal next to me, her name is Erin. Hello. That's right. It's interview time with Scrum Under Siege. <laughs> Been a long time. It has. Too long. Jack's fault. Yep. I'll take, I'll take the blame for that. Send your emails to me at scrumundersiege.com slash mail, and, and I'll apologize. We'll cut that out later. Um, <laughs> so, interview. With us today, we have Erin. She is a business agility coach. That sounds right up our alley as far as interviewing cool people, and Aaron's part of that. Doug and I have both worked with Aaron in the past on Scrum Teams, uh, so that's kind of where we're at. Aaron, you want to kind of maybe introduce yourself a little bit, and then we'll start asking you questions. Sure. As I said, I'm Aaron. I have had the opportunity to uh, work with both both of these gentlemen. I'll let you decide if that was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> We think it is. Go for it. <laughs> yes. It's really it. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been working um, in a large company, corporate America, for about almost seventeen years now. And in the last probably dozen years, I've been working with Agile um, in different capacities. Um, and that's that's where I ran into Doug and Jack was in my last um, Scrum teams. So. What sort of capacities did you work in Agile? My my first experience with it uh, was I was working, I got in, kind of thrown into uh, technology, working with technology as a business owner and a PM of sorts, a BA, a prod support, uh-huh. a UAT, and QA. I think Thrift I, I scrum. Played, yeah, mm-hmm. I played every role. And as we were kind of learning what is Agile um, and that I, I did it, and kind of learned learned as I went for about six or so years and started kind of loving the fact that it was constant learning and iterative and I got to work with software engineers and I had never worked with technology before. Um, And after that, I moved into um, another area where I was just purely a business analyst and did that for about six years and got to help kind of roll Agile out into the business unit I was in. All right, cool. So let's start off with our series of hard-hitting questions and interview questions and answers. So first question, who annoyed you more, Jack or Doug? Well, let's see. Depending on the year. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plead the fifth on that okay. one. Okay. She's probably thinking Doug. Doug, uh, <laughs> next question. What does a business agility coach do? You know, I'm going to be completely honest in this entire podcast, and I'm still learning that myself. Um, I've been in my current role for about a little over four months now, I think. April, I think I began. So I'm, I'm learning every day in true agile fashion. Um, I'm testing and learning as I go. Generally, what we do is we, we help business units and whatever, whichever business unit it may be, we figure out, we help them figure out what their, their largest pain points are, what, we, what would be most impactful to come in and help them fix. Um, and we work with them to get together the right people on a team, on a small team, to whether it's uh, a, a bunch of different people from different areas or an existing team, bringing them together to meet regularly and some of the cadences that we're all very familiar with in Agile to solve problems and make the most impact. So bringing that iterative mindset to the business. You follow a certain type of Agile methodology? We take what works. Okay. Um, so mostly it's Scrum, but if... A Kanban, something, you know, a Kanban form works better for a team. 
we're open to that. Right. I think most people that have been working in Agile for a while get to a point where on, on Teams, Agile becomes a dirty word, or on the company, it becomes a dirty word because people are sick of hearing it. Yep. So we try and stay away from Agile. We look at it as we're going to we're gonna find a different way to work. We're going to work in a more iterative, empowering fashion. Um, so, so when so when you decide like hey we're gonna we're gonna help these people and we're gonna use like this scrum framework and whatnot mm-hmm. you'll just say oh yeah we're gonna help you and we're gonna do this iterative yeah Stuff or we're like gonna that. say we're gonna we're gonna introduce you to some meetings that each have a very clear purpose they're not meetings just to meet and we're gonna actually work with you to get rid of some meetings that maybe may not matter mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. Um, but we'll we we do introduce them to standups and reviews and retrospectives. And we do call them all those things, but we just walk them through what what their purpose is and how they're going to work and that they're going to kind of meet and every week go after goals. You know, they're going to, they're going to go after certain stories. And we, so we use all the terminology, but we're not, we don't bring up the agile manifesto. We don't say agile. Um, It's, Hey, we're going to, we're going to work in a different way. Iteratively is, is, and how we approach it. That sounds very Scrum under Siege-ish, Doug. Weird. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> On brand. On brand, yes. So with that being kind of said, catch line, mm-hmm. do you a use any boards with the teams? Whether it be like whiteboard, Jira board, mm-hmm. version one, rally, whatever it's called now, CA. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, do you customize workflows for them? So first question. So we actually use Trello. And I was just introduced to Trello when I started this. It's a very lightweight, very into, in my opinion, very intuitive board that takes us about, you know, 10, 15 minutes to introduce to a team. And we do set them up with like an example of a board. So we're lightweight in that it's, here's your backlog. We do include in most boards, like what their goals are. We use OKRs, objectives and key results instead of goals and success measures. There's a difference there. So we put those on their boards. There is they, a difference there. There is a difference. Okay, there. we'll we'll hear more about that so later. So sure. we want like we want the their OKRs, objectives, and key results top of mind. So just in anything, what like it's kind of like your charter. Like what are you going after? Let's make sure that you're constantly focusing on the vision and what you're going after. Right? What are we What are we doing? What are we making sure that we're working on something that produces impact? We're not just doing something to get something done. That's the last thing we want to do is just continually, iteratively get something done and not get anywhere, right? Not make an impact. So we'll put those on there. We'll put uh, backlog, current sprint, uh, in progress, and done. I mean, it's very lightweight. And then we give people the power to change that. You know, if, if this works for your team, that's great. If it doesn't, what works for your team? And you can change any of that that you want. We also use, excuse me, Microsoft Teams. There's a planner board in there that you can throw in. And so we use we use that a lot. That's even more lightweight. So people that maybe aren't into bringing on a new tool, we already use Microsoft Teams for other things. So that's a pretty easy, hey, while you're in there, just add another channel with your team and put a planner board on and start putting your stories on that. So those are the two main ones that we use. Do you find that you have to clarify done? I know Jack has a saying. What is your saying again? Get it to done, done. Done, done. done, done, done. Do you have to clarify that a lot? Um, I haven't yet. Um, it's, it's a little different coming. Like I came from a technology team, right? And so it was, you know, we had, you know, one person, uh, like a BA writing the story. Then we had a developer coding the story. Then we had a tester testing the story. And then we had, you know, 
uh, the business, UAT testing, you know, so we had this chain. With the business is a little bit different. Um, that, that team is writing the stories together. Someone from that team is picking up and completing the story. And then they just review the story in a retro and they decide. I mean, we still have, we still t- coach them through acceptance criteria, right? Like, how do you guys define, like we make them like define what is done for the story. Make sure that you're actually producing something and we use user stories that meet that criteria and make that impact. Who's on your team? Like when, when, when you the engage, yes, <laughs> yes, that's good. That's a good start. Um, my team consists of more business agility coach. We have our own little gang. We started with, uh, almost a year ago and it's kind of a, a small startup company within a company. So we started with four or five coaches. Um, and now we're, getting close to 20 I think so we're constantly building um, but we, we all come from different backgrounds different experiences mm-hmm. but our team is mostly business agility coaches we just had someone come in to help us do some of like the project management and decks and she she keeps us in line and make sure that we're we're connecting and so but otherwise it's all business agility coaches do you have nicknames for each other no I think we will we'll probably get there, but the first the first handful that were on the team were were a team in the, of themselves for six months or so, yeah. and in the last four months since I started, we hired you know over ten more. So we're all very new. So and we're distributed. We're in different different states. So so that makes it a little bit harder, but we're getting there. I think I, I think we're trying to work out our comfort factor with each other yeah. before we start nicknaming it. Do you have uniforms? <laughs> No. No matching uniforms. But that that would be sweet if we had some kind of nickname the agility superhero costume. I don't know if they'd let us in the room with that. <laughs> Nicknames are tough. There's there's got to be a bond there first. I tried to give myself a nickname at stand up today and it just got ignored uh, and shut you down. You can't give yourself a nickname. I know. Well, it was it wasn't meant to last. It was supposed to be dumb. And it was dumb and immediately discarded. <laughs> His nicknames that he has been given. He chooses to dismiss them. Yeah, I don't. Yes, those. I don't call those nicknames. I call those criticisms. That's those are called teasing. Doug. Yeah, very hurtful teasing. <laughs> I'm sure Jeff will email you later. Are there any types of business units that you would say no to or are not a good fit for a business agility coach? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, again, I, I'm. I just kind of started, so I've mostly been working with sales departments okay. at this point. Yep. But we've in our backlog we have finance and marketing and customer service and I don't even know pretty much everywhere. I don't think there's an area that that we wouldn't at least go in and see. You know, is there is there an area for us to to help out? When you say your backlog, you're talking about the backlog of people that want to work with yeah. business Our, agility business coaches. Coach team. Yep. All right. Very good. So if you had to describe your day in a life of your you just you're just daily, what movie would you pick or a TV show to represent that? Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, Aaron. Really tough. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Well, 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 let me think. Animal House? No. <laughs> well, I think I think a lot of people would say Animal right, House. There's nothing right. wrong with that. The madness <laughs> and chaos. I'm trying to think. Uh, it's, debauchery. It's debauchery. 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> that one. Um, it's 
there's I think it's similar to, to most most jobs where there's certain things that are common right that happen uh, every week and especially in the agile world like yep. I, I coach teams I'm an agile I'm essentially an agile coach that we don't call an agile coach um, business business agility yeah um, but I come in and uh, I sit in on stand-ups I sit in on retros reviews planning and help the team like help guide the team until they kind of understand just like you would in any tech world you know like how do you get a team working in scrum and getting into their cadence and making sure that they feel empowered and they're self-sustaining and they can run things it's all the same things we're doing that we're coming in and we're a little bit heavier up front and then we yeah. eventually kind of wean off and and are more of a light touch coach you know one on ones to kind of give some feedback and answer questions when you when you are coming in and you are coaching and you are doing these ceremonies and stuff is there a business agility scrum master and are you hiring i <laughs> no, just get that person is there but is there like a, a like a scrum master per se in this yeah. stuff too is there yep yep okay. we have someone that you know like we work with on the team that yep. is essentially the scrum master role and we teach them how to do that right like how do you how do you work with this team not manage this team but guide this team in the right direction right yeah so yeah so when you say for instance hey right now or in the past you're working with salespeople. Mm-hmm. so like what does that team consist of is it just a bunch of salespeople? depends on it depends on what problem we're trying to solve okay. right so if it's if it's something where it's a, a problem that spans the sales group and they need some marketing involved or they need some finance or they you know they need other areas to help solve a problem that's more across departments all right then it could be a mixture of people you know it's all about getting the right people together to solve the problem right you want you want mm-hmm. to have the people that are able to make decisions or empowered to make those decisions that's what we're big on is like let's not Let's not have to climb a ladder of 14 like approvals to, to figure something out in true agile fashion. Let's give the power to the team and say, like, are these the right people? Now let's go. Let's come up with the with our OKRs and let's figure sure. out what we're going after. But then there's also, you know, hey, this sales team, you know, maybe this they have a few partners that they work with day in and day out to do their sales. And maybe they're, they have a really, bad, uh, really difficult quota. How can we help them? Yeah. How can we help them? meet together to find different ways to to be successful to meet you know maybe a tougher goal for the year this is a a, a giant blind spot for me because i just grew up in agile software development Mm -hmm. so there's other things out there and that's what we're talking about something else i also grew up in sales in a completely different lifetime ago decades ago for instance like hey if some of the like sales teams might engage you either because oh they just want more sales and they're Mm -hmm. not doing or maybe their orders are not getting processed fast enough or maybe they're working on retention problems Mm or are those all of them yep all of the above that's so, cool yeah. so what you know we walk in and let's let's really get to like the the basis of the problem and then let's figure out how how we can solve this as quickly as possible right let's get the right team together and make sure that we're we test we immediately start testing things out like let's get that team together get it, get them working together and figure out like who has an idea like let's create a backlog like mm-hmm. how what are different ways we can solve this this next week let's try that one does it work yeah great let's continue with that one does it not sweet throw it away let's try something else how long are you engaged with the team as a business agility coach um it depends 
Okay. And, and you know, I think that's the most popular agile answer ever, right? It depends. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's the same for business agility, depending on the team. You know, maybe it's maybe they're they have a problem that's a smaller problem. It's you know, hey, for for this this small part of the business, we're running into roadblocks and we just can't figure it out. Maybe we put a team together that's, you know, for a few months to say like, your objective is to is to solve this problem. Maybe it's, hey, th- this year we're up against a really tough goal that we need to figure out how we can meet it. And then we, we help coach them on how to change the way they work for that year, you know, for going yeah. forward to see if they can think of different ways to, to improve, to think differently, to, to, to stretch and like the way they they're used to thinking. Cool. So what are what are your kind of like your biggest challenges slash skepticism that you have faced when you come on to like different departments? Again, I think I think so much of it is the same that every other person that's worked with Agile has faced, right? People that what I'm doing now is working just fine. Like I'm successful, like I've made it to where I am doing it this way and it's working. So leave me alone. Right, um, that's I think that's common in, in everyone's world. There's, uh, you know, I've I've tried this before. You know, I've I've done this. It doesn't work. Sure. It's not going to work for this this type of business for this department. You know, that's a that's a isn't that a technology thing? Uh, you guys meet. You have too many meetings. <laughs> you know, like. All the same things I think we've all heard a million times. They're, they don't change when you walk over and just do it on the business side. Okay. It's the same. Cool. We can appreciate that. <laughs> I think Jack's working yeah, on that. I, I don't feel alone in that <laughs> at all. Yeah, the 15 minutes tends to, to really annoy people. <laughs> it does. It's amazing, right? How do people like reach out to your team of your growing team of business agility coaches? Jack's convinced that they have a huge poster. And walk around the office looking for you going, help me. That's, I, I think that's one way to do it. There's it's f- actually one of those like megaphones <laughs> that they just chant. There's flares. Business agility coach. Business agility coach. Have you walked in the office? Do you see like some dude like by the front door holding up a sign that says wanted business agility coach? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of ways to do yeah. it. You know what? If that did happen, I would, I would be so excited to work with them. <laughs> Yeah, won't that be cool? Because like, yeah, that's like excitement and and that's dedication. Mm-hmm. Like, a, take that on for sure. Scrum under siege does not endorse shooting flares in the office no, when you need no, help. That's, we I don't, don't endorse that's that. In any of our buildings. No, thank. No. Okay, good. No, so what was the question? Now and now I'm on flares. How do they find you? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Flares find you. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. SOS. Uh, right now, all different. Again, like we we didn't start too long ago, so multiple different ways it's you know who you know some of it is you know word of mouth sure we do you know my boss he kind of holds our our backlog and makes sure that like capacity wise we're all surviving um so really he's he's who we go to to make sure that we're prioritizing the right the right teams the right initiatives so that's the the right path is to go through the business agility coach manager because he knows what's on all of our plates but a lot of it is now that we've been, you know, working on this for almost a year, it's people have heard about it because, you know, we've, we've entered certain areas of the business and they've seen some really great success. You know, numbers are up. Um, they're, they're, meeting, they're meeting goals that they never have before in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, how they work and how they function is different and there's a lot of excitement around it. We have a lot of interviews about people saying, like, I don't know how I worked differently before. 
I like I couldn't go back. Yeah. And so they're telling each other. So mostly it's from that. People are coming and saying, hey, we saw what you did over there. And I have a similar problem. Please come and help. Can you come and do what you whatever that hap- whatever happened over there? Like, come and come and do it here. So that's the most common way right now. Aristotle said, uh, "Success breeds success." I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. All right. It could have been Confucius, but it's one of those two. We we'll have to <laughs> fact check that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta look that yeah. up. If, if somebody knows who said success breeds success, just contact scrumunderseach.com/slash/contact. Dr. Seuss, he's a smart dude. Why do you feel like more companies don't do this? I mean, anyone's guess is as good as mine, but I would, I'd say it's the same as the rest of Agile. Like, it's it's a wave. I think that's coming, right? So I think some, I've heard now more companies doing this, um, and I think it, it will continue. But I think it's, there's a lot of companies that are still, still figuring out that technology, like using it, in the technology world, yeah. right? Like, yep. and 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 the the thing is, like, you'll will constantly always be learning with it. It's not uh, like, oh, we hit congratulations team, we hit the day that we're agile. You know, like we are constantly practicing and learning yeah. what is the best way for each team and how what does it look like and how does it feel and you know making it each work the best for each team. I um, bet your like boss goes to like conventions and networks too and that sort of stuff maybe this podcast will be spreading business agility consultant to the dozens of people that listen to it maybe as well do you feel like a lot of people are just confused in general with six sigma and having a fleet of business process analysts in their organization focused on efficiency as maybe like we're doing something it's not agile but we feel like that's similar do you have you come across that I haven't personally. I mean, like I said, it, I think it's probably a plethora of things. But I just, it's not, it's not really out there that much yet, right? Like it's, it's just kind of starting. And I think it's, it's not comfortable either. You know, like it's change. It's, it's new. It's change, and it's, and it's not something. I say this to a lot of people that we coach, and when we're we're training people on like this new way to think and to work, is like people want a checklist, right? People want like. Well, just just tell me what I should do to 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 do agile or to do you know like be iterative. Like just tell me what I need to do, and and that doesn't exist. Like we don't just walk into a room and like give them a checklist to say like follow this and like we will give you your agile medal. You know like <laughs> it's <laughs> sounds like a business. And we don't call it agile medal, right? <laughs> your iterative medal. <laughs> We don't do that because it, it doesn't exist. It's a constant learning journey and it's it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for people to learn. It's uncomfortable for people to understand, you know, like how does this benefit? And so I think, and I'm, I'm constantly every day trying to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, how to, how to be more iterative, how to be more, you know, impactful. Like how do we take all of these concepts and make them work the best for every different scenario? I feel like you're onto something with the metal. You know, maybe a business venture to You're to right. explore. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> hand out medals all the time. That'd be people love, love appreciation. That. Yep, that's a good it, one. That that's true. Yep, that's true. So with, with that being think, said, do you think that agile and business 
is here to stay or not? I hope so. I mean, it's you're essentially asking is is testing and learning and business here to stay? What do you think about that? It should be. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, We're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like some of this is just common sense. You know, like we do this every day. You you know, you're not sure if something will work, so you test it out. You learn from it and you change. So with everything else, I think it's it's the same as this. And I think the more people, and it makes, this part is very logical. If you can test something out in a week's worth of time, in a, like a small increment to figure out if, if it could potentially work or not, and then move forward, like why would you not, instead of spending a million dollars to figure out, like and take a year to prove out if it works or not. Sure. You so know, can like we- some of that is just, yeah, give me option A. So can we expect the Aaron's way of business agile in the future? What's the Aaron's way? Much like safe. I think there's bright, bright things for you. Do you have any plans to develop your own business framework? Oh, let's not get out of hand now. <laughs> you let us know when you get to that point. We'll okay. bring you back on the oh, show. Okay. And so, Scrum Siege will endorse it. Okay. We'll endorse it, yep. Okay. We endorse cool people and cool things. We can do training sessions on it. Oh, all right. For people interested in becoming a business agility coach, what would you tell them? What do you recommend? Uh, that's a really good question. Thank you. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn. Glassdoor mm-hmm. <laughs> is popular. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, d- I did that. I I mean, honestly, when I when I was interested in this role, um, uh, some one of my peers in my last position sent me the opening and said, hey, this sounds like what you do. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and I read the title and I was like, yeah, I guess, but I don't, what is it? And I, I read the description and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it, that fits, you know, the same, same world that I was living in, in technology as a business analyst and who, you know, stepped in and played around with agile coaching and scrum mastering. Yep. And it was, in, it was interesting. Like, coming and and learning more about the business side of things and i was very intrigued to see how how does it work on the business side like it it became to be very second nature on the on the tech side right but like how how do you even where do you even begin on the business side so it's been super interesting so but it is it is getting more popular so i would say just look out there for it because it it does exist and i think it'll i think it'll continue to exist we hope so too I mean, if, if my if my team is successful, yep. hopefully we'll be a success story, <laughs> and yeah. that'll help you know catapult it even more. And we're trying to get into conferences and and talk more. You know, like well, that's one of our OKRs as a team is like let's let's get out there and share yeah. our learnings, and you know, let's talk more about it to get some excitement around what we do and what the changes that we're making. Sooner or later, there's going to come a day where there's going to be executives at some other company and say. They might say, we need a business agility coaching group just like they have at Thompson. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a, a, a great uh, goal for us. Mm-hmm. So check out Erin because she's at any conference near you. <laughs> yeah. Scrum Under Siege will endorse her full-heartedly. <laughs> yes, for sure. And you'll learn a lot. Yep. Thanks for coming. Thank and, you. And uh, um, having us interview you on the Scrum Under Siege podcast number 36. Maybe we should check in with you like five months from now. Because I heard a lot of, I've been here for four months, I only know what I know. So I think if we check in with you four or five months from now, I you'll... I might know, know a few more you things. You might even know a few more things. I maybe. know that's impossible, but that's true. You'll you'll actually be maybe even smarter on this stuff. And that'll it, be cool. It might be true. Yeah, it'll probably be true. She might have her own framework. 
And then, and you guys might be on like podcast forty by then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four hundred thousand. <laughs> when you start your own podcasting, let us know, and we'll we'll be interviewed. We we'll, we're open don't, for interviews. Yeah, don't stay on the edge of your seat for that one. And that goes to not just Aaron, but anybody out there. <laughs> Scrum Under Siege is open to being interviewed on other podcasts. Right, right, Doug. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Looks like Jack is. <laughs> we'll send Jack as Jackson. a representative, uh, depending on who you are, what you. What you want from us. Maybe one of your personas can go with Jack. Doug will write me flashcards and, <laughs> you know, Doug, let me say this. I want to just make sure I'm mic'd up with him so mm-hmm. that I can sit in a back room yes. and then feed him the answers. I've seen movies on that where they, like, you know, somebody has an earplug and then, like... Isn't that Impractical Jokers? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um... I think it was uh, Shakespeare played Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> Just fact check me on that, everybody. Oh, but I'm, we'll fact check that after the show. So, oh, anyways, thanks going. for coming, Doug. What's Thank what's you. coming next? So, what's coming next? So, we're gonna end the thrift series, thrift scrum, thrift scrum. Not to be forgotten. We'll come back eventually. But with that, we're gonna go into agile recruitment. So, if you've struggled with finding the right talent, what to look for, how to kind of get your dream team built out, we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk through that. Something great, impressive, Those- riveting content. Those are going to be hard-hitting podcasts that are informative yet entertaining. Right? We hope so. That's our promise <laughs> to you, the listener. So do check out ScrumUnderSiege.com where we give you relevant blog topics to your daily life and make them relatable to our podcast. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes stupid. <laughs> But we do make a good effort at it, and we do enjoy quite a bit. Sometimes we write blogs at the same time, and we have to argue over mm-hmm. whose blog is better. <laughs> the real and generally, and, and Doug wins those arguments. I just write over his blog. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't, tell your goldfish, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell, tell your friends. Tell your cousins. Hopefully your bosses. Yep. That's, your peers. That's cool, too. Play this Former podcast. co-workers, maybe. Play the podcast mm-hmm. in the Agile space. Highly recommended. That would yeah. be kind of a cool thing we recommend. We endorse that. As long as it's our podcast. Make sure you have a speaker. You want to hear these voices. So one other quick thing, right? All we ask is if, if you can, if you're listening to us, give us some stars on whatever you're listening to. That helps us. That's your way of saying thanks, you guys, for these cool podcasts. Here, I'll give you a star. It's going to allow others to find us when yeah. they're searching for us. So mm-hmm. the reason that you do it is so that others can find us when they're searching random keywords that might have us pop up. And they can get this great, delightful content to them as soon as possible. And they can... How many are we at now? Episode 36? This is 36. They can so. binge listen to 36 episodes. Oh. Who wouldn't want to do that? I don't know. All right. That's one exciting weekend. <laughs> and they're only like 10 minutes apiece, so you can do it in a weekend. Yeah. All right, everybody. So we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening to Scrum Under Siege. My name's Jack. That's Doug. And this is... Aaron. We'll talk at you later. Bye. So now for the Scrum Under Siege disclaimer. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast and all episodes are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of future, current, or past employers.